Praise God. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go to Matthew chapter 10 tonight. Matthew chapter 10. Just go back over a few chapters here. Matthew 10. How y'all doing? You guys had a good week? Jerry, good? Awesome? Y'all look good? Amen. Brother Don, you look good. Amen. Well, I saw, thought maybe you got a haircut or something. Amen. Praise Jesus. Praise God. I'm going to get into something tonight because I, I, um, I, I, wanted, I want to say this first, though. You know, even tonight as you come up for prayer, expect. Create a level of expectancy in, in your heart for God to answer. Don't doubt. Amen. Don't doubt. Create a level of expectancy in your heart that God's going to answer. Amen. You guys do that. Please do that. And you know what? When there's testimonies, guess who wants to hear your testimonies? We, the church, want to hear your testimonies. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Let's pick up there. We've been in, we've been talking about confession and, um, and I, I, I really <laughs> I feel like the Lord kind of took me in another direction today, even as I was studying, which was a good direction because kind of had a word getting to my spirit, and uh, it's good. So Matthew chapter 10, verse 32 and 33, it says, um, Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father, who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father, who is in heaven. Father, tonight, I pray that, Lord, as we're in your word, as we're examining your word, Father, I pray that, Lord, that we know that the word is sharp. So, Father, tonight, I pray, Lord, give us, give us, uh, give us ears to hear. Give us ears to hear, eyes to see what your, what, your word is, uh, what your word is showing us tonight. And, Father, I pray that, Lord, even, even let my words be clear tonight. Lord, that I'm not distracted, moving around, but let, let this word be very clear. Let it penetrate. Let it, let, it, let, it, let it touch people, Lord, even tonight in their minds, in their soul, Father. And Father, I pray that their spirit, that their spirit would be quickened to the word of God tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is, is, is doing something here. He's, and uh, we have been talking about confession. I think we probably have spent four to five weeks I don't even know, and I, we probably could spend another six or ten weeks just talking about confession. And, and you guys know that one of the words that, you know, we, one of the scriptures we use a lot of is Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those that love it will eat the fruit thereof. So we, we spent a lot of time talking about confession, the confessions that we make out of our mouth, that, you know, that we, we need to learn to speak life, not death. So, you know, that's a recap over, I mean, it's not even a recap because Brother Don shared on it, you know, Pastor Moran has shared on it. We've, we've really hit this, but we understand, we understand something in this church that our words carry power. We understand that when we go into the community, our words carry power. We understand when we go do an outreach, our, our words carry power. We understand that when we go into the streets, we see people saved. Our words, we're professing, we're confessing that people are going to be saved. We, we understand that our words carry power. Amen? Amen. But Jesus, in this passage, He isn't talking to the unchurched. <laughs> Hold on tonight. Jesus isn't talking to the unchurched. He's not talking to pagans. He's talking to his disciples. Yeah. 
He's talking to his followers. You know, we're, we're living in a day. I, I wish I could sit here and tell you that, 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 that everything is bright and glorious with the church. You know, I, I, I'm not, you, you guys know, I'm not a negative person, and I'm 100% for the church. I'm for the church advancing. I, I believe that God's called us here to take ground. Amen. So, so I, I want you to understand that I, I, I'm not somebody that's negative with the church. I'm very positive. I, I, I love being a part of God's church and God's house. But I, but I, I want to be honest with you tonight. If we were to look over the last 20 or 30 years, could you guys turn, the, turn that AC down just a little bit? Yeah, I'm getting cool up here if you don't care. So, and I need to sweat a little bit because... I'm, I'm working on myself, so, so I got I see people crossing their arms. I know Brother Don's not, but you know, get it, get get it. Yeah, praise the Lord. So Jesus, so Jesus, you know, yeah, I lost my train of thought here. Um, you know, we're we're living in a day. Let me go back to this. We're living in a day where people are going to be forced. To making a decision in what they believe. You know, th- this is a time and hour for the church to truly shine and look bright. I believe that. But if we were to look over the last 20 or 30 years, you, you know, has, has the church shined and, and moved to a higher place? Or has it started to look a little bleak? Can I be honest with you? Can I be real? I, I'm, again, I'm not somebody that's negative, but if we take even over the last three years, the number of people that have left the house of God should be a concern to all of us as Christians. Because, you know, what's happened is, is this thing called isolation has, has brought people to a place where, you know, well, my church closed. I hear it a lot. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys hear it, but I, I hear it a lot. My church closed. We don't do church anymore. We do church online. We, we don't meet anymore. And so there's been the, there's been the breakup of, of the body of Christ. And, and I have a concern, but if we were to look over the last 20 or 30 years of even what's, what's transpired, there's a, there's a race. That's taken place. There, there's, there's a race for, man, for men's and women's souls. I believe that. That we're in such a critical time. That, that's why we have a go team. That's why we're never going to forgo winning people, winning people to Christ. We have to keep pressure on seeing people get saved. Because uh, you know, I, I truly believe, whether we're here another 20 years, 30 years, and, and, you know, and the Lord tarries, we're here another... 50 years, time goes very quickly. I don't know if that, if, I don't know, but this whole year, we're halfway through a year. In 2022, time is moving very quickly. It is moving very quickly. So I wish I could sit here and tell you that America was, you know, the church was, was shining bright. I, I, you know, and I, again, I'm not negative. I'm not negative about, about the church. We, you know, somebody asked the other day, you know, what happened to your church with COVID? I said, well, we actually have, have grown. We had 10 or 12 people. And I'm not against them. You know, we've had people come and go in and out of. We're a church plant. We get, you know, you get a lot of visitors, people coming in, coming out. Well, I want to try this, try that, you know, and, and so that, that happens. But we, you know, we, we've, never, we've never moved to an area where we, where we begin to compromise the, the, the ability to be able to meet. So I want to tell you today that, you know, that, that the church in meeting, it, it's very critical and it's very important. Amen?
You know, I heard a story today, and, I, and maybe it's what quickened me around this whole word. I, I heard a story today that, again, I want you to understand that, that, that things are changing in, in, in our own culture. That even on a major, uh, a major Christian college today, I had a, a story come to me of an adjunct professor that was teaching college at one of the, you know, I don't know. I don't even want to name it, but anyway, it, it's a major, it's in Springfield, how's that? So it's a major college of, uh, of putting Christians out into the field and putting Christians out into the missions. But an adjunct professor told the students that, that if you come to class, you learn this song, I'll teach you this song, and you visit this church, you never have to come back to my class. Interesting enough, one of the boys that is a pastor, uh, his, his son was, at, was in that class. So he was like, well, I'll learn the song, and I'll go to the church. When he went and visited the church, it was, a, it was a gay church. This is an adjunct professor at a major Christian university teaching, teaching this. Now, you know, I want you to understand, I'm not, a, you know, we're not against, it's not that we're placing ourselves against homosexuality or anything like that, but we can't be numb to what the Word of God says. I tell you, we have a lot of people screaming right now. We have a, you know, I, I listened to a testimony. Some, some guy, well, it was, he was on an airplane. I don't know if you've seen it. It popped up on my phone. This guy was sharing the gospel with someone. And I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be PG-13 tonight. But, but as the guy was sharing the gospel, someone blurts out on a plane, shut the blank up. And it's like, you know, you can say whatever you want to say with no consequences. And I believe that there's a church right now that has to, to recognize what it is that we're up against. What it is that we're, we're truly up against. The, the, the voice that's being, that's being held, uh, trying to be held ransom and quiet is that of a Christian. That, that should bother us. I, guys, listen. That, that, that should bother us that, you know, we, 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 we want to put you over here. We, you can't say anything. You can't, we've created all these rules over the last 30 years of what, it's, what you're allowed to do and not do in the workplace. Though yet we can give, <laughs> we can give, we can give, uh, we can give the best offices to other other people's of uh, uh, other types of people's faith, but if you're a Christian, you might get put in a basement because you. I got great conviction out of it. Second uh, Timothy one eight, it says, "Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of His prison." prisoner but share with me in the sufferings of the gospel according to the power of God you know we want to talk about we I, I love to talk about the blessings of the Lord but I'm going to tell you that there, there's also sufferings <laughs> I, I am blessed and highly favored but there are real sufferings there are real persecutions if you've been saved for any amount of time guaranteed you've been persecuted I can show you in Scripture. Eh? Jesus talking about all of it in Matthew chapter 10. I'll get there here in a second. Don't be ashamed of your identification. See, you see things, you know, every, the world is always trying to pull us out. You see things on TV. You see things on social media. You see, you see th your, 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 your bro or, or your, or your homegirl calls you up and says, Hey, did you see this? Did you see that? And next thing you know, you're, you're pulled, out, you're pulled out, of, uh, out of your assignment. You're pulled out of where God has you. It, 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 it will, it, it, it's always happening. It's always happening. 
Compromise, compromise. There's always, there's always going to be the ability to pull people back into compromise. You see it on TV. You see it on social media. You hear it in the language of people. I, I don't know. Does, does cussing bother anybody here? I mean, like if somebody's really just rank, you know. I mean, I was, I was at, we were at Dairy Queen getting ice cream last night. That's why I didn't make the meeting, so I was getting ice cream. So I had a long day, but. So I was getting ice cream last night, and, you know, and so I'm, I'm trying to get my ice cream, and they're like 20 minutes to make a Sunday. I'm like, I just walk back, I say, hey, and everybody's just glazy-eyed, and, you know, I'm like, probably not the best place to get ice cream. So anyway, I said, can I get my ice cream? I, I need to go. So and then I went over, and some, some guys started talking to him, you know, just ministering, and, you know, and he's like dropping the F-bomb. You know, I, I, don't, I don't announce I'm a pastor or anything like that, but I'm, I'm just looking, why do you have to talk that way? Why, why do you have to feel like you dropped the F-bomb and it makes you look any bigger? Or it, it, let, me say that, let me say that any smarter? Because it doesn't make you look smart. It really makes you look like a fool. It makes you, you know, and, and, I, and I, know, I know you know this if you're saved, right? I mean, you know, because nobody in here ever says a bad word. So, amen, amen. So nobody ever lets anything slip. However, however, it, 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 it makes you look small. But, but see, that's the thing with the world. The world's always trying to pull people in. Always trying to follow me, follow me, follow me. But see, that's the thing. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity to say, you know what? Hey, man, I don't talk that way. I'm born again. And then, you know, when people find out you're born again in the workplace, you know, they're like, there's so-and-so, there's holy, holy. You know, they'll, they'll make up names for you. They'll, give you. they'll give you spiritual names, right? There's the Bible thumper. You know. There's the guy that's always ministering and, you know, preaching Jesus. And then they'll make fun and mock Jesus, right? They don't, they don't know. Some people know. They're just ignorant of it. Some people have heard the truth and they, they choose not to receive it. Jesus said in John 12, you know, watch this because see, it's understood that you understand the context. See, Jesus, Jesus was saying this in John 12 and 42. He said, nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. Many believed in him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. Because of the world, they didn't confess him. Because, of, because other religious people were saying, yeah, no, 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 not Jesus, not Jesus. We believe in God. We believe the Messiah is going to come one day, but he's not it. He's not Jesus. This was the, this was the church of that day saying, no, 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 you stay away from that. And, and then there was ones that they, they believed. They believed in Jesus. They confessed Jesus. But they weren't going to go, nah, you know, I'm not going to go any further. See, that's the thing. God's not looking for people to stay at, at, at the same place. He's looking for people that understand, con I've confessed Jesus Christ to my Lord and Savior, and now I'm moving forward in that. I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, I believe. You know, because a lot of people believe in God. You, you poll America, a lot of people believe in God. They, they believe, they've confessed. But, you know, that's it. If you go to their home and take a poll, you, you know, you go to the poll and minister to them, and you hand them a track or something like that, just get off my yard. Are you kidding me? If somebody comes upstairs and knocks on my door, comes to my house and knocks on my door, and they're carrying the gospel, and they're carrying the message of Jesus Christ. I celebrate that. Amen? I'm not telling them, get off my lawn. Don't be a jerk if you're a Christian. That's, that's free. Don't be a jerk if you're a Christian. Amen? Jesus said, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not commit. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was John 12. Jesus did not commit himself to them because he knew all men. 
and had no need that anyone should testify of man. For he knew, for, for he knew what was in man. John 12, um, I'm sorry, I got those scriptures. John 12, 42, 43, and then John 2. Let me read John 12, 42. It says, Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him because of the Pharisees. They did not confess him. Least they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. That was John, I'm sorry, that was John 12. I'm kind of mixing my scriptures here. They loved the praise of men. They were more concerned about people. They, they were more concerned about, about what man said about them than what God said about them. Oh, did you see what I did? Oh, did you this? Did you that? They were more concerned about what people thought than what God thought. Man, that, that's something to run with, right? You know, every day we get up, what's God think about me? What, what's the situation that, that, I'm, that I'm facing today? What's a way that I can shine for the Lord? What's a way that I, that, 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 that I can have my eyes fixed upon Him? See, they believe, but they didn't confess Him. See, you're, there, there's so much more to your confession. See, your confession, it happens by your mouth. Romans 10. Just go ahead and go to Romans 10 real quick. Go to Romans 10. Because, see, confession, we, we confess Him with our mouth. We confess Him with our mouth. But see, it's, it's not done there. There has to be action. There has to be action. Romans 10.9. Romans 10.9-13, it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God had raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls upon the name of the, name of the Lord shall be saved. This is a Christian writing to, you know, writing to the world. The, anybody that calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. That you can inherit salvation. You can walk in salvation. Amen? That if you confess Jesus Christ. But see, understand, please understand, it's not done at that point. Can I tell you that there's an, there's, there's an expectancy from the Word of God that you share your faith. See, that can be a stretch for a lot of people. Because you know what the world says? It's none of your business what I believe. Right? You know what people say? It, I can believe whatever I want to believe. You know what they can. But we, 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 you know, I believe in God. You know, I believe this way. I believe that way. Oh, I believe this. I believe that. What's the word of God say? Let's take it back to the word. Let's take it back to the word. Always take it back to the word. You know, somebody will say something sometimes, you know. You ever just somebody say something, you're like, that's not right. And you like want to blast them, but you don't. And then sometimes there is a time of correction, especially if somebody's on repeat. <laughs> See, there's no identity with Christ if you don't confess him. There's no identity with him if you don't confess him and you don't live for him. You can believe in God. You can talk about God. You can, you can pretend like you have a relationship with him because a lot of people will pretend like they have a relationship with him. But if you, if you, if you don't truly confess him and live for him, there's no, you, you, there's no identity with him. 
And see, how, how do you have identity? How do you have identity with God? How do you have identity with Jesus? Man, you know, uh, let, let's go to another scripture real quick. Let's go to another scripture because, because I want you to see this. Uh, where's it at? Go to John 15. Go to John 15 because, you know, how we identify, how we identify with God is we do what God tells us to do. It's, it's an issue of obedience. How do you tell whether you're born again or whether you're saved? See, are you living the same life that you lived after salvation? I'm going to tell you, your life should look very differently after salvation. It should begin to start looking not the same. I'm not telling you there's not stuff that you don't have to go through. There's not things that you don't, you don't have to work through in your life. But there's something inside of you that's alive. That It's the Holy Ghost. Amen? It's the Holy Spirit. It, brings, it will begin to bring about change in your life. Man, I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost. Amen? I'm thankful for those three to five years. Man, ah, oh, yeah, that hurt, that hurt, that hurt. You know, and it's like, you know, every sermon was preached at me. Every message I heard was like, how'd they know? How's that pastor know? I'm bad on this. How, how's that pastor? I'm in the back bawling. I'd try to go to the last row so nobody would see me cry. It was the Holy Ghost. It was the pressing of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus said this in John 15, and I love, I love John 15. It says, as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. See, Jesus, is, he's talking about salvation. These are things that you can do to draw closer to God. You abide in his love. You, you can't earn his love. You receive it and you accept it. How do you learn about God's love? You read his word. You begin to love. It's powerful. You know, that, 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 you know, that when we make a public confession, when, you know, go, you go, back to what, go back to what Jesus is talking about because, see, it's important that you confess me. But along the way, there are going to be obstacles. And, and, and as you read that, you're thinking, how could, I, how could I not love my mother? How could I not love my mother-in-law? I love my mother-in-law. But, you know, what Jesus is saying here, you, you know, it's, it's figuratively speaking, but it's very real. You can't put other things before me. Ah, oh, if we hold on to that, if we hold dear, if you, you can't put other things before me, I've, I've got to be first. I've got to be Lord of your life. I've got to be first. You can't, you can't place, you know, there, there's going to be persecution. Oh, my, there's going to be persecution. Oh, it's going to hurt. There's, there's going to be, I can't, you know, oh, Brad, I can't believe you would leave your mom. Brad, you would leave, you know, your mom's a widow, Brad. I mean, I was beauty shop talk for a half a year. So much that people from the beauty shop want to call me and, and tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> That's not a joke. And if they're watching tonight, I love you, and I don't mean any harm. But you don't know. You don't know what I had to give up. God knows. Doesn't mean that you don't love people. It, you know, but, but see, the world will want to the, the persecute you. The world will want to throw you under the bus and say, you just don't care. You just don't, you don't love like we love. We love our family. Our family's everything. I'm going to tell you, Jesus is everything. First. You don't forgo your family. No, not, not, not one ounce, not one bit. But Jesus is, you know, he's dealing with this thing. He's dealing with confession because he knew something. He knew where people would get tripped up. 
He knew that he knew that the call of God would be very real in people's lives. But you know, the people that call me and say, "Well, you know, I feel called. Where, where, where are you living at?" Well, you know, I'm living in this town, and you know, I don't really have a church. You're not called. You, you, then you're not you're not moving. You're not answering the call. You're playing with the things of God. If you're called, get to where your calling's at. Quit playing around. Quit playing around with God. Get, get, to where, get to where you need to be, where you can grow as a believer. I know that, that I don't want that to sound hard, but, but I, you know, guys, listen, you know, I, I feel called to do this, I feel called to that. What are you doing to, what are you doing to excel at that? Well, you know, I'm, nothing really. You know, and half the time I'll ask the question, who's your pastor? Well, I don't really have one. That says a lot very quick. Am I right? It, it, it says, it says, it says, because you know what? If you don't identify with having somebody in your life that's over you, man, you're missing something. You're missing what God's ordained. It's called the church. It's called the body of Christ. Too many people walk around and, well, you know, uh, you know I've got 12 spiritual fathers. They don't even know them. They're online. They watch them. He's my spiritual father. He's not your spiritual daddy. You, you should know who he is. You should allow him to speak into your life. You should, you should, you should be in covenant relationship with them. Man, this, this stuff's so important. I, am I being too hard tonight? I, I, I mean, because see, if we're going to confess him, right, he's going to require something from us. He's going to require, he's going to require us to, to, to really step out and not play patty cake with him. And not, and not just think, listen, this is what's going on. Everybody else thinks everybody else is doing it. You know, I see this church, you know, I see this church doing it. You know, we've got to be the ones that do it. Amen? Don't be ashamed. Don't be unapologetic for what you believe. If someone asks you what you believe, give, give them, I got saved, I got baptized, I've been water baptized. See, water baptism, if you're not water baptized, you need to be baptized. Please, please get baptized. Brother John, we're going to baptize somebody from unity. I'm still hot, so, you know. And you know what? She, wanted, she said, I don't want no pool. I want to go to the creek. I said, we've got just a perfect place. Amen. At my house, we're going to hold a baptism in June. We're going to run the bugs away. Amen. Praise God. But see, you know, that, 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 that's, that baptism is a sign of your public confession. I'm born again. It's a confession of your faith. I choose to live for God. I choose to live for God. I'm going to, I'm going to choose to live for Him. See, we, we the church, we've got, we've got to come around one another. Amen. I was texting last night till like 9.30, just sending messages out to people. Praying for you. Love you. Can't wait to see you again in church. Pastor will be there tomorrow. Praise God. Praise God. We keep, we keep our foot on the devil's neck. He's under my feet. He's under your feet. Don't give. Don't give him leeway. He's not, he's not gaining ground in this house. Amen. He's not gaining ground in my life. You have to make that a declaration. He's not gaining ground in my life. Lord, tonight, even those that come in here tonight, you know, believing for a spouse, whatever. I make that declaration tonight, Lord, this is what's going to happen. Amen. Lord, quicken me. Quicken me. Got ready to say something, but it wasn't from the Spirit, so I'll, I'll wait. Ask me after church. See, those, see, get this scripture here because it's important because, see, those that reject... <laughs> 
Those that reject you will reject him. And that's the unfortunate thing because, see, Jesus is breaking this down in Scripture. And he's, 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 look, you know, your, your mother-in-law, your mother, your father, you, you have to deny them. You have to chase after me. You have to chase. I have to be first. I have to be first. Please get this. You ha- he has to be first. No matter what, he has to be. See, you know what happens when you put him first? Every, everything else will come into alignment. You know, people, like, like I said, you know, your, your mother's a widow. You le- you've, left her, you've left her at home. You know, flew my mom to Hawaii. You know, was getting ready to move my mom to Hawaii. And then that's when the Lord, everything shifted. And we knew that we were called back to West Virginia. I finally looked at Maria and said, you know what? I'm just going to move mom out here. We'll figure it out. We'll get her a place. We'll, we'll figure it out. We, we, we're faith-believing people. We're going to make it work. Amen. And we're we're going to make it work. But I knew that I couldn't, I couldn't deviate from what the Lord was asking me to do, what the Lord had called me to do. Because I, I, knew, I, I learned something. It wasn't that I knew it. I learned it. I learned that I had to put him first. I had to learn not to deny him. Because, listen, I, you'll always have disruptions in your life. And, unfortunately, sometimes it does. It comes in the way of family. It comes in the way of the closest friends. People will look at you. Stephen, young, young guy, wants to be in ministry. Well, you're not, you're not ready yet, brother. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to grab you, and we're going to run. You, I'm telling you, you get ready, because th- this year, <laughs> just stand up. You're going to run. I'm telling you, you're going to run. Father, right now, right now, I pray, God, that, Lord, I know his deepest desire tonight, even in being in ministry, Father, I pray that an anointing of God comes upon him greater Greater. I feel that word so strong this year. Greater. Every distraction, everything that hinders, every distraction, everything that hinders or would even discourage him, we laugh. Ha! At, <laughs> we laugh at the enemy. Father, thank you for his life. Hmm, hallelujah. Greater, greater, greater he will be. In Jesus' name. Get ready. I'm telling you, you're going to run. You're going to run. I, you know, I'm going to say, because the anointing of God, I'll tell you later, but I'm sh- shifting. Everything shifts. I'm telling you, within a month, you're, you're going to see shifts. You're going to see things happen. And I'm, I'm So the life you you lose, you f- you find it through him. <laughs> the life you lose, you, you find it in him. The life you lose, you find it in him. I lost the old Brad. I don't even know what he looks like. I, I don't even know what he looks like. But, I, but watch this. I always have somebody that wants to come and remind me of what the old Brad looked like. Especially when I go home. There's Brad. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just funny because it's like, you know, they always want to remember when we went out and blah, 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 blah. No, not really. I don't remember. Yeah, you used to be the you used to be the wild one. I don't really I, I, I and I'm not making it up. I mean, they'd have to sit and tell me the story about reminding them, you know. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty stupid, you know. But but see you, you you always have that. You always have people that want to pull you back into. 
But you make Jesus Christ your priority. I want to tell you tonight, he comes before your family. If you don't understand that, you're missing the scripture. you got to understand. you got to understand. And I'm not against you. You love your family. You care for your family. You support your family. But you've got to go after him first. I'm telling you, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's not a hard lesson. But, it, you know, but please watch this because, see, if you want to be a true disciple, this is what he's requiring. Ouch. He's requ- if I want to be a disciple of Jesus, I have, to, I have to be willing to lay the things down. I have to be willing to forgo everything that, that, that is truly about me to become a disciple of Christ. We're going to get into that Sunday. Can I preach more on this Sunday? Let's be all right. I was going to anyway, but. Man, I'm telling you, it, we have. We, this is a golden opportunity. And I feel like God is, God is, you know, God is, he's preparing, he's preparing this body. He's preparing this church. We're going to grow. We're going to, we're going to begin to see growth. It's, it, it'll be supernatural. I believe that. It'll, it'll be supernatural. We're going to begin to see growth like we've never seen. Our life groups are going to spring up. Amen. We're going to see people get blessed. Amen.